Thank you for joining us today on Positively Charged Biz. We are here to motivate, inspire, and support our listeners as they write their life stories. We are a proud founding member of the Real Disrupt Podcast Collaborative, and you can check out more awesome podcasts at realdisrupt.com. And for more inspiration, go to Amazon.com and purchase my latest book, Say Yes Every Day, Discovering Your Superpower. Hey, everyone. I hope you are having a positive and productive day. I am so excited for our guest today. I had the pleasure of having her on my Thrive Thursday show. And after hearing her amazing story, I knew... I needed to hear more. I would like to introduce you all to Tawana Taylor. She is the founder of Bootstrap Consulting. Tawana is the done lady because she is able to get things done. She is a serial optimist, a woman of great faith, and a dedicated mom who you can find dancing, singing, laughing, enjoying good food, and creating nostalgic moments. Tuana, we are thrilled to have you on the show today. And on Positively Charged Biz, we like to start at the beginning. So please tell us, what was that pivotal moment in your life that you said, I am ready to start Bootstrap Consulting. Thank you, Laura. <laughs> wow. It's always like, did you talk about me? That's yes, me. you. <laughs> That's me. Oh, man. Thank you so much for having me here and sharing with your community. The moment that inspired me to start Bootstrap Dreams Consulting was when I absolutely had had enough, right? The shift that absolutely threw me in the trajectory was realizing, hmm, I'm having my life, I'm in this marriage, and it is not what I thought it would be, mm. right? There were, some, there were some things that happened in the marriage that absolutely um, just, just shook the whole integrity, the foundation of what I believed we were living. And so I had to make a conscious decision that this isn't going to work for me, this is not marriage, this is not family. And if it's not going to be sacred, and if you're not going to have respect for yourself, I've got to choose me. Wow. I've got to choose me. I've got to choose to be a mother to, at the time, our 16-month-old baby, right? I've got to choose to keep showing up in my career <laughs> because apparently I can't rely on anybody like, like that. I can't put that much faith in another person. I've got to choose me. Wow. And I've got to have faith and hope that there's, there's life beyond what I'm experiencing. Now that in itself is mm -hmm. monumental, right? It's life changing. Mm -hmm. It's that moment in time, mm -hmm. but then how do you go from going through, okay, this is not family. I need to make a change. How yeah. do you go? Cause that's one major change, right? right. Major change. Then yeah. how do you go from okay, well, I'm going through that change. Let me also add a career change. Where does that come in? <laughs> that comes in, have, you know, when you feel like you already have nothing else left to lose, mm. right? So when you, commit to, when you commit to companionship, particularly when you commit to marriage, right? You have said no to a whole lot to say yes 
to that. Yeah. Right. And so, and being a daughter of the army, uh, my family is not local. So I don't have grandmas, I don't have cousins, I don't have aunties, uncles that are just nearby that I can just go swoop over and, you know, figure it out, post up with them until I figure it all out. My mom is not local. I can't just go home to mama yeah. until I figure it out, right? And so it was like, at that point, Laura, I didn't have anything else to lose. I, the, the, the biggest part of my commitment of my life, my reality, if I had not given 100% to anything else, not saying I was perfect, but talking about fully committed was my marriage, right? And so it was like, well, since I don't have that and I can't depend on this person the way I thought I could, right? Not, not support it the way I thought I could. Well, what else do I have to lose? <laughs> I'm losing. I'm losing. So I'm it's kind of when you get to that low point, that low there's point. nowhere lower to go. There was no way. So there's only go. one way, but up, right? There was only one way up and it was to hit that trampoline floor and the bounce all the way up to wherever up went. Right. And so, yeah. cause it's okay. The marital home, I mean, built our house from the ground up. Yeah. Right. So it was like the fairy tale. We were, we were living all of the things. There wasn't like any obvious, um, abuse, mental, emotional, name calling, physical, none of that stuff. So it was a complete shock. It was yeah. a complete and utter shock. And so it was like, well, the marital home is going up for sale. Yeah. What do I have to lose, right? Oh. I, I I have my I have my job. I have my career. I had been, you know, the rapport. I had hit um at that point. It was uh let me see. By the time I resigned, I had literally hit the ten year milestone. Wow! And so that was like another, you know, like hey, I've I've hit my my tenure here in my millennial career, right? That was a big deal. Yeah. Millennials, we don't we don't get people do not think we're loyal. <laughs> No, 10 companies. years is a lifetime at a, years at a, is a job lifetime now. Yeah. at a job now. Right. And granted, I had six different positions, six different yeah. promotional opportunities, but it was everything that company invested into me, Laura, I gave it right back to them. Right. I absolutely enjoyed the journey. So coming to the end of my marriage, you know, losing for lack of better words, my marital home that we were going to, you know, we were going to at least raise our children in and then figure out what was next. Yeah. You know what? There's not, there's, there's, there's no more, there's no more bottom after losing all of what my life really consisted of this, 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 this concept, this focus, since that's gone, I'm just going to go forward and try something different. Okay. So tell me where different. bootstrap dreams, it's such a lovely name, such, I mean, it gives you a, <laughs> gives you a vision right in your brain right. when you think about bootstrapping dreams. Right. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. tell us where that moment came from when you initially said, Okay, here I am. I'm at this low point. I've got this idea. So take yep. us there. So it actually started uh, three years prior. Okay. So Bootstrap Dreams was downloaded into me, into my mind, my heart, my spirit three years prior because prior to this cons business consulting, I had a handcrafted jewelry business for eight years. Oh. So while I was uh, working full time, while I was getting my master's degree, while I was becoming a wife and a mom, I was designing bridal jewelry by hand, right? And so I learned a lot in that journey because it was accidental even. I had come out of undergrad at the time, it was the first recession of, of my generation yep. <laughs> and everybody was laying off versus hiring. And I've always been, a, um, as my grandmother called me, a jack of all trades. <laughs> I've always been really handy with my hands. And so while I'm on the, the job search journey, I'm like, in order to not have me go crazy, I need to do something. And I started beating. And then it turned into, oh, girlfriends come over and just kind of shop from the coffee table. And then 
oh, Tawana, you should open an Etsy shop. And then, oh, now pop-up vending. And oh, can I use your jewelry in, in, in my photo shoot? And then mm-hmm. featured in Moonalishi Bride magazine. Oh, and then wow. like all these things happened. And it was like, huh? <laughs> right? Wow, On that's accident. awesome. So I had been bitten by the entrepreneurial uh, uh, bug. In the journey though, in becoming a mom and becoming, you know, and becoming a wife, becoming a mom, the beating thing was not necessarily a passion for me, right. even though it was satisfying other people, right? right? It was nostalgic for them. People had keepsakes beyond the, the, the wedding, you know, experience, but it wasn't my passion. It was just something that I was gifted to do. Yep. And so I was like, well, I think I'm at a place now where I don't have the support that I need. My baby's up moving around now. I can't just sit at a desk and bead and bead and bead, right? And in 2008, between 2008, 2016, you could just go on Google and say how to scale up my business. That wasn't a thing. Nope. <laughs> Even when I would go to, um, you know how you have the, the, the mentoring organizations where like retire CEOs and whatnot, you can ask them questions and they, they, they mentor you and help you. Well, I, when I would say, well, how, how can I, how can I do, you know, grow my jewelry business? Oh, well, I don't, I don't make jewelry. So I don't know how to help you. Yeah. I never once asked you to beat anything. Right. I asked, what, what else can I do? I can't, I'm one person. I'm not a machine. Like there's got to be another way. Mm-hmm. And so after not feeling supported and not knowing what to ask, because I didn't know what I didn't know at the time, I decided to close that. Okay. And then it was like, but I'm not done with entrepreneurship. I don't know what, I don't know when, but I'm not done. And I'm, I was just sitting in bed one night. I remember it was like one o'clock in the morning. And it was like, what do people come to me for? I make ideas happen. My friends, right. my peers, my colleagues are always asked. My bosses are always asking me or putting me on, on top of an initiative to make it come to execute, to, to be execute, able to execute right? it. Yeah. So that's that project management, you know, experience yep. over 15 years in small business and state government total. And it was like, hey, I can do that. I'm not sure how yet, but I can do it because I'm doing it right now. Right. I'm Correct. doing it every day right now. And then I was like, well, what is the one thing I find in common? So from the state government standpoint, we're not revenue generating, right? right. So you get a budget allocated and you got to work with what you yep. got. That's it. And then peers, colleagues that would come to me, well, they didn't have a lot of um, discretionary funds to throw at anything. So it was helping people be resourceful okay. with whatever they had, right? Your, your existing talents and abilities, tap into your network, outsource yep. your needs. If you got a barter, barter. Mm-hmm. If you can pay, pay. Whatever it is that you need to do, it's not about your competency. It's not a, even about your capability sometimes. It's about what your commitment and what you have yep. and are willing to shift to do it. And by just helping people with the done, you know, the done formula, mm-hmm. the acronym D-O-N-E, people were able to absolutely manifest what they were, what they were envisioning, I you know, that. helping them not be overwhelmed, helping them gradually, you know, let's phase that opportunity, grow into it. And Hey, if you can profit from it too, do that. Of like, course. Okay. Just because it comes easy doesn't mean you're not worth having, you know, being compensated for your value. And that is the essence of bootstrap dreams, helping people tap into their excellence, their zone of genius with their existing means, you know? Yep. And that's great. And let's dive into that a little bit. So what do you think holds people back from going forward of those dreams, right? Because Mm -hmm. we we were speaking a little bit before we went live, we were speaking about our vision boards and our visioning and kind of putting things out there. Everyone, everyone in the world has a vision of 
their best life or or what their future holds. What yes. holds people back from moving forward towards that? People are held back because they don't believe, right? It's the misconception they don't believe. They don't believe that they have enough of money, time, talent, skills, abilities, support, right? They don't know how people get stuck because they're like, oh, I don't know how to do this. I don't know what to do next. Make a decision, right? Slow down. You will always be overwhelmed and you will always get stuck if you start with how, if you're not first clear on what you want to do. Right. If you can define what you want to do, who you want to do it for, why you're doing it in the first place, where you will show up and when you will start, you can take the next natural step. Okay. If you can answer those five W's. Okay. So, so, uh, all right. So let take me, take me through. Okay. Yeah. So here I am. Let's, you know, let's just, I'm the example person and, you know, Uh I've got this idea for, you know, I've been doing something on the side, right? So just let's say, and maybe it's not jewelry, but I've been doing something on the side and Mm -hmm. I've realized, you know what? I really feel good when I do this, right? Whatever Mm -hmm. this is, but I haven't figured out how to make money at it, right? I enjoy doing it. I I have a talent for it. There's something unique about the way I do it. But I just have not figured out how do I monetize it? What do I, how do I actually monetize it? So let's use that example. And then I reach out to you and I say, Okay, I think I've got something. I've got something mm-hmm. unique. I feel re- I feel passionate about doing mm-hmm. this, but I just can't figure out how to make a living at it. Right. What would you do? Oh, so first I'm going to say celebrate yourself, Laura, <laughs> because you do have something amazing. You are absolutely capable and competent, and I believe you are committed and have everything already available to you to get this accomplished. Love it. Right? I am going to absolutely affirm you in that. There's no, if it came to you, it's for you to do. Now, how do you monetize it? Packaging your expertise to profit is one of the things that I absolutely enjoy doing. And it starts with you first acknowledging what do you need? Right. Literally in your day-to-day life right now, right? If you're still employed, I am not the business consultant and accountability coach that's going to tell you to go quit your job today. Right. You leverage that, right? You leverage that because you know what you have. Now let's look at your existing budget. What do you absolutely need right now to live? What does that look like monthly? Now add those dream things to it. If you were to be running a business today, what would you like to be your opportunities? Do you want coaching? Do you want weekly massages? Do you want, you know, property investments? Do you want an office? Do you want... What are things that you could have that you don't have currently? Let's tally up what those expenses are. Add them to your monthly budget. Now, this is what you would need for your living. This is what you would need for your business. Now, what kind of discretionary income would you like? Right? What does it look like? After all your expenses are paid, now what would you like to have money to do? And then you list those off. It might be mm, vacation once a month for a week or, you know, therapy or, you know, oh, health insurance or all those different things. Let's add those expenses to it. Okay, now you have this this figure, 
right? You have this monthly figure that's not yet realized, but you see what it's going to cost you to do the business and to live the life that you want to love and lead. Based on that, now, Laura, what is it that you're offering? Right. Right? What is the big promise? Where are people right now? And where are you taking them? Mm -hmm. What's the transformation? Okay, great. Now that we know your transformation, what then ways can you deliver it to them? How can you carry them from point A to point B, right? And there are at least seven lucrative ways that you can deliver satisfactorily on a service, right? right? You can do it hourly Mm -hmm. if that's your choice. You can do it by a retainer, Mm -hmm. right? Monthly retainer, if that's your choice. You can do it on a project flat rate. If you're like, I know I'm going to put way more times than I, way more time than I can track in this, right? Right. Project flat rate. You can have digital products. You can turn your expertise, you know, right? Digital or physical products. Yeah. You can put in an ebook. You can put in a physical book, recording, whatever the case may be. You can bundle services that may be a la carte initially. Right. You can bundle that. I mean, there are a number of ways that you can deliver. Find a business model. Find a biz- a way that you can deliver that works for you. And now let's price the value. Right. Right. What is this worth? If you're like, well, I have no idea. What would your company pay to send you to a training for your leadership development? Right. To to gain a certain skill or to acquire a certain asset. That's a great benchmark. We know our employers pay lots of money for us to receive opportunities. So look at that as a benchmark and then understand if somebody will invest that in you, wouldn't you be willing to invest that into somebody to get what you need? So you, there are customers out there that are willing to invest in themselves right. for that opportunity. And then you take it to market and you test it out, right? Focus on selling it one to one, right? Right. Get that feedback, have good hearted conversation, share. Even if you don't have your Pixar pitch down pat, <laughs> you just say, Laura, how you been doing? It's been a while since we talked, but I know that you are so like, I value your opinion. You're constantly encouraging us to say yes every day to be positively charged. This is what I'm doing right now. What do you think about it? Right. And based on your feedback, based on the questions that you ask helps me know how to hone my answers, helps me know how to overcome objections before they even start. Helps me know whether or not that price resonated with you. Right. Right. Did it give you pause or did you say that's it? Right. You know, right? it's it's funny that you said this, uh, Tawana, you're you're bringing to my mind a conversation that I just had with a woman that I was on a panel discussion with. This mm-hmm. woman is a this is a successful woman in Hollywood that mm-hmm. actually was on a soap opera and now mm-hmm. she does voiceover work right in Hollywood. Yeah. I mean, she is a famous woman in Hollywood. Thing. Okay. Uh-huh. And when I had a conversation with her, she, she was speaking about how I was telling her, I, I really love what she's putting out there about uh-huh. her content on how to use your voice in mm-hmm. business and how mm-hmm. to utilize your inflection and the way you yeah. emphasize and yeah. all this stuff, right? And she said to me, people tell me that I should charge more. 
but I'm concerned about being overpriced and I'm not sure the value. And it was so interesting because right there, I thought to myself, here is a very successful person, very successful. And yet, especially as women, we, we have a problem Mm -hmm. actually charging, or this goes back to the monetizing, right? We have a problem saying, here's my price because we're almost like ready to cringe of, Uh Ooh, maybe I'm being too bold with that price. Or am I really providing that much value? So I want to hear your thoughts on that because how, how does that play in? Oh, that so limiting beliefs are real, right? We hear a lot about mindset. We are often our own limitation, if not our greatest limitation. And if people external to you, they're not in the weeds of your mind. They're not in the weeds of your process. They don't know all the things that you meant to launch that didn't happen, right? They don't know that you wanted to have this big production, but couldn't perhaps, you know, acquire it yet. Only you know that. And because you fell short of your vision, you feel like everybody else sees you as falling short of their vision. And that's absolutely not true. If people are openly saying to you, you should charge more, they're telling you, you have greater value, right? Your value is much more, is worth much more than what I paid. And I'm willing to pay you more. When people say you should charge more, they're also saying, I'm willing to pay you more. Here's the thing. People need to be prompted though, right? Very seldom will people pay your rate and then tip you on top of it unless you are truly in a service-based industry that is like catering to your need, right? Like restauranteering or, you know, um, your, 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 uh, you know, cosmetology and massage, you know, those, those, those kind of physical needs. Very seldom will you get a tip after podcasting. Yeah. <laughs> right. Or, or after speaking, keynote, or speaking keynote, at speaking an event, right. <laughs> at an event, right. You, you're not going to no. get your tip is you get to sell from the stage and, or you get to vend. Right? right. And so when people are communicating to you that, Hey, like, I really appreciate working with you and you should charge more. That's a compliment. Yeah. That is a direct inflection of the value, the transformation you have helped them establish. And so you need to believe, right? Get outside of your head, you know, knock down that lizard brain and step into that, own that. Like, you know what? I'm going to take that. I'm going to take that as wisdom and I'm going to up my rate, right? And you decide what that up looks like. Is it a couple hundred dollars? Is it a thousand dollars? Is it what, whatever that looks like for you? And then you, the next person that comes along, because they don't know what the person before them paid right? The next person that comes along, you give your new value, right? Right. Cause at the end of the day, when people, when we say loosely, you know, charge your worth, we're not saying we're a dollar amount. It's that we're in a, we're in a financially driven economy, mm-hmm. right? So we have to put a price to that thing that we're doing. Exactly. But step into that, own it and make the ask. Um, someone asked me recently, Laura, what was the best business advice, sales advice yeah. that I had ever been given? Yep. And I replied to them, the concept that when I don't make the ask, I do myself and everyone I intend to serve a disservice. That is true. Right? We think it's, um, we think it's obvious for people to take the next natural step and choose us. People often don't realize that they actually have the problem. Right. Right? Otherwise, either they'd have it already resolved, <laughs> mm-hmm. right? 
or they would come to us more quickly. Awareness is key. And so when they come to us, they know that they need help with something. It is then our responsibility as the entrusted professional that they've sought out to usher them to what they need. We're not convincing them of anything they didn't already ask us for. Yep. Right. We're letting them know we have a solution. Here are the options or here is the option that is of greatest recommendation of greatest value to you. Right. How does that start? You know, how does that sound? Yep. Right. No, when absolutely. would you like to start? Absolutely. And that's what we do. So she is having a limiting belief with herself. And I would encourage that she work through that. Oh, yeah. right. Identify where is the deeper root of that feeling? of being concerned because it's not that people won't pay people pay for what's important to them. Mm -hmm. No matter how frivolous people may think, no matter how, you know, (laughs) unnecessary. Some people may say that may be, if it's important to them, they will seek and they will find the resources to acquire the transformation that they want to receive. And so it's not so much the price. It's her belief. It's her internal belief about herself. And I hope that she is able to step over that, walk through the feelings, figure out where that emotional barrier, that mental block is coming from so she can shut it down and start getting what she deserves. Well, I think, I think even the first step is recognizing it, right? Because um, that just means you're on your path to making Mm -hmm. that change, right? Because until you recognize, hell, wait a minute, you know, maybe, maybe I need to revisit this. Um, Then you're on that path to making the change, which I love, you know, and, and Uh I think especially as women, it is something we struggle with. It is something mm-hmm. because it's just natural for us to help everyone. It's natural right. for us to want to help everyone. And we feel a little uncomfortable putting mm-hmm. a price putting on a certain price things. But mm-hmm. that's, you know, it's it's our economy. I mean, it's just the way the world it, works. It's the way the world works. <laughs> and not only that, but we've already paid for. So like people aren't coming to us. We're not trading time for dollars, right? When, right. We're, when we're really talking about transformation and value, it's not a time for dollar exchange. The reason why people come to me is to do it more quickly, right? right. To accelerate the journey. True. Right. Not to not to take the three, four, five or 15 years that it took me to get what I know today. (laughs) Right. right? People are coming to accelerate the journey. And so when we realize we've already invested in that, we've given our years of life, we've given out, we've given up certain, you know, intangible as well as tangible, um, 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 you know, things to it. Um, We've sat in courses or workshops for it. We have we have cried over it. <laughs> right? No, you're we right. Denied. It's the expertise. It's the you're, expertise. It's the expertise. It's the journey that we've all gone through to That's get right. that expertise. You're paying. Yes. You're paying for that specialist, right? Whether you're, you're spending, going to yeah. the heart doctor or whether you're going mm-hmm. to the neurologist, right? You're mm-hmm. going for the expertise of yes. someone that has already experienced and gained right. knowledge to be able That's to right. communicate that and and get you into that transformation. So that is, that's exactly right. That's very on point. All right, Tawana, I do need to know, I know I even read it in your bio where it says you're a serial optimist and I'm one of those two. So we're, that's why we're aligned. That's why I had to speak to you again. So (laughs) people always ask me, so I'm going to ask you this question. I get a lot. Mm -hmm. How do you keep, how do you continue even when things sometimes would have a reason not? to be optimistic. How do you Mm -hmm. keep in that same mindset? And what do you do to stay that way? 
to keep optimistic, I stay in the belief that there is more beyond disappointment, right? Okay. Disappointment is a moment in time, even though it may feel like eternity, <laughs> you know, when it's happening. But it's really believing that beyond this moment, so long as I have life and breath in my body, yeah. there's another chance, right? There's another chance to live. There's another choice to be made. There's another lesson to learn. There's another person who will need what I have experienced, whether it's whether it was desired or not. Life is not isolated. It didn't just happen to me for me, yep. right? It happened for us to share the journey. We were built as people. We were created for relationship. We were cre created, right, to be in fellowship with one another. And so I'm always like, man, that sucks. I will take the adult pause, Laura. <laughs> I take the adult pause. I acknowledge it. I feel if I need to get professional help with the feelings about it, I do that. Once I feel, though, there is just innate ability to say, now, what can we do? I know what we can't do. I know what we can't change. Now, what can we do? Because that's not going to define me. That's not going to dictate my entire reality. Um, I had somebody ask me the question, do you focus on what has happened to you more or what's in front of you? And oh. I said, a kind of a little bit of both, actually. Because of what happened, I can share with you now. And because of that I'm sharing with you, it catapulted me here. Mm -hmm. Right. So it's like we talked about before the recording. It had to happen. Yes. There's yes. just certain things we don't want them to happen. We wouldn't wish them on a dog with rabies. Yeah. Right. But they, it had to happen in order to shift you into a certain trajectory. And so there are certain things that I definitely didn't want to experience. And there are certain things that generationally I was like, oh, the buck stops with me. And I still hope the buck stops with me at the same time because of that journey. And because of the journey that I truly believe I still have to receive, I'm like, I'm going to keep going. Of I wake up a new day. I'm going to keep going. And so by faith, by being transparent with my, 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 my friends, my, you know, my inner circle, family and friends, I let them know, hey, this is who I am right now. And this is who I don't have to be right now. Right. I can only give of you what I have in this season. Will you meet me there? Right. That is, that is very important. And, and it's interesting. I was speaking to a client this morning and mm -hmm. she's, she's very much like us. Like she's, again, she's a serial optimist and, and yeah. I love speaking with her. And she said something to me that she loves speaking to me because mm -hmm. she can be herself and mm -hmm. she can share where she is in this, like you said, in this season, in this, in this season. moment, she can be yeah. truthful with me. But yeah. she struggles that her family and her other business partners, mm -hmm. she can't. Mm. So let me ask you that question because that really is tricky, right? That, that is, is tricky. tricky. So mm -hmm. I don't know if you have advice for that, but I bet there are people that that is the case, you know, mm -hmm. that maybe, oh. maybe in some instances they can be transparent and they can be truthful mm -hmm. of where they are in that season, Maybe with the bulk of the people they're surrounded with, they can't. They can't. And that is something that, so we talked about awareness, right? Yeah. Awareness and knowing whom to go to for what. Mm. 
right? Because the, the truth of the matter is life will be complex so long as we have people. <laughs> yes, that's <laughs> true. We can't, we can't control anybody else's response, decision, outcome whenever we're, whenever we're involving other people. What we can do is best manage ourselves as much as possible. And so we can do our best to align, right? So we try to surround ourselves with more people who align with us, not who 100% agree with us. Right. Differentiation is healthy, right? A little bit of conflict, right? I'm not talking about chaos, <laughs> but a little bit of conflict is healthy because it broadens the perspective. It brings wisdom. So if it's a matter of, I need to, I really need to step back and look at my reality. Is it aligned with me now? Is what who I once was who I am today? And do these things and do these people still have well-meaning? for me? And do I still bring value to them? If not, you can make a shift, right? And it doesn't have to be ugly. It doesn't have to be nasty. You don't have to say anything. Just start doing things that will promote your future self. Start making decisions, mindset, and actions that will promote your your future self. And it's going to ultimately change where you go. It's going to change who you talk to. It's going to change what you do. Yes. And people who are no longer aligned with you will naturally remove themselves. You don't have to. It's true. <laughs> right? There's nothing really that you have. There's nothing else that you have to do but be responsible for you. And so knowing who you can go to for what. Sometimes like I am, I am a, to be a millennial, it still shocks me that I'm a matriarch in my family. Right. Entrepreneurship is not something that's common. In my family, right? It's either, it was mil- a lot of military backgrounds, right. a lot of wiving to 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 men in the military, um, and or um, you know just just hard labor, you know hard labor for career paths. And that generation taught their you know their youth what yeah. they know. You go to school, you get an education, you get a good job. And so when our generation followed through with that and realized, um, that's not enough. No. <laughs> right? And so we're off doing different things, and they're seeing. They totally support us, right? But they may not be our ideal customers. Right. And they, they, and they may not may understand not, it. And they, they may, may not, not understand. understand. Mm-hmm. And so when you know that and you're able to make that differentiation, yeah. you don't find yourself disappointed or expecting what people expecting from people what they don't have to give. That's so right. like for example, when I was going through my divorce, yes, I had my 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 um you know inner circle of family and friends that knew what was happening because I mean it's a big like shit, I can't hide this yeah, and I wasn't yeah. going to because I didn't want anyone to weaponize my story. Right? You can't make me embarrassed right. about something that I own, mm-hmm. whether it happened to me right. or whether I chose to do something. So I chose to own it. I shared what I thought was important. And then I went to professionals about it. Right. right? So I had my, my, my therapist for my yep. mental emotional. Then I had my church community, you know, my spiritual uh, classes that I would go to to help me see things from that place because that's important to me. Yep. And then professionally, right? I had my professional guidance and advisors that would lead me as far as like career and what would be, you know, future options for me. What can I do? What am I good at? Like you tell me what you see Correct. because right now I think I'm a little bit blurry, right? right? And, 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 oh, you have your little one. <laughs> yeah, my little one just popped in. Oh, my God. <laughs> And oh, so, look. <laughs> she's like, and I'm out. <laughs> Love that. Um, but having it, having a life, having a, an advisory council, Laura. It, it's so funny you said that, Tawana. We, I just did a podcast with a gentleman that actually he's, he's very famous in business, but he also is the father of the top college basketball player. 
right now. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. he spoke about this, Tawana. He said every single person should have their own board of directors. That's right. So go ahead. Keep going. That's right. Yes. So have yourself a a life, you know, an advisory council. If your focus is on business, have a business council because no one person, right, Laura? Right. one person can give you everything. And that is where the disappointment sets in. That's where unmixed, unmet expectations yep. happen because we're leaning too heavily on people that don't have what it is that we're seeking. Right. So know that it's okay to tap into your network, to surround yourself with people who can give you that particular thing. That's and great. you give back to them what it is, right? And, right. and there, and the reason why you're in relationship is because there's something about you that you also pour in to them. There's reciprocity. Yes. And so that is that is one of those things that helps me, like, hmm, decision making, right? Life moves, how to perceive a situation. I don't pick up the phone and call my mom or my god sister right. or my sorority sisters or my former employer or I don't pick up the phone and call them for everything. Right. I call each of them for something. Of course. Right? And then based on that, I can make an informed decision on what my next move will or will not be. Yeah. I have that autonomy. The decision rests with me, right? And then understanding that it's not isolated. So I've by me you know, going to my council and yeah. taking in their, their ideas, their suggestion, but me making an informed decision, I can live with that. I can rest peacefully at night because yeah. I know I'm not, it's not arbitrary. I'm yeah. not just doing what I feel like yeah. doing. I right? think that, I think that's so valuable because, and it's funny that that's literally the second time I've heard that in the oh, last few important. weeks, because so it important. is true that that's why it's important to have all these different relationships because mm-hmm. you are getting different things from each one. And you're mm-hmm. right. If you think that, and, and let's use our uh, a spouse, right? Or a partner, right. you may not be able to get all of your answers no. from your now yes they're wonderful for certain Correct. components but Correct. you need to have different people on that council and right. i always say people that do have a connection that care you know you uh-huh. do want to yes. have someone that cares about your well-being Absolutely. but like you said ultimately just the decision lies with you You have to take in this information and process Mm -hmm. it and ultimately Mm -hmm. make that decision for yourself. And ultimately make the decision. And if you're not willing to make the decision, you will always be stuck, right? You will not get to your future state of being because you will always be in a present reality. And that future state of being starts now, right? It's not, oh, when I get to X, Y, and Z. People think success happens when something happens else happens. No, success happens right now. It starts with those very unseen, small, gradual steps, right? Small steps lead to big victories. And that's what I love about project management. That's why when I am consulting with people, holding them to the, you know, holding them to the fire and to their hopes and dreams through accountability coaching, that's where that comes in because it's like, you don't have to accomplish everything today. You're not a machine. Yeah. You're not a machine. You can phase yourself into this reality. And it starts with the small decisions 
that you make that lead to those big finishes. It's compounding. Yep. It's compounding success that gets you to your dream. You know, whatever that is that looks like for you, you can have that as your reality, but you've got to decide that I'm going to start living it right now by making the hard choices and by choosing to be compensated even for the things that come easy to me. Right. That is okay. Right. Well, they That's come easy to thing. you because you're an expert in them. That's, That's right. why they become it's, easy it's, to you. That's why it becomes easy. Mm-hmm. That's why it's your thing, right? Yep. People feel like, oh, well, that's so easy. I feel bad for charging. It's so easy because you. you've already poured it into <laughs> it, right. right? It's easy to you. It's not easy to everybody else. That's why you're in need. And when we talk about the whole council, when we think about it, whether you're looking from a government standpoint, mm-hmm. whether you're looking at it from a, a company or organizational standpoint, you know, every great leader yeah. has what? a board yep. or they has a, a committee or has a whole staff or a team, right? They're not the ones nope. doing it all. They don't know it all. Nope. They go to their people yep. who are functioning in their zones of genius yep. and they ask the questions of them and they listen to what they share and then they make their informed executive decisions. And that's how we can live our lives and make life work for us instead of us working so hard for it. Yep. Agree. You know? Genius. I love this has <laughs> been phenomenal. Your insights have been absolutely amazing. You've got really good detailed, specific steps of how to take action and how mm-hmm. to look at bootstrapping your dreams, whatever those right? dreams are, whatever, whatever it are. is that you're looking for. And Starting with first recognizing Mm -hmm. it begins with you. It begins with you taking Mm -hmm. that first step and realizing you want to go after that dream and live your best life. All right. right. Tawana, number one, before we wrap up and I have you say where people can find you and hear all about So guys, Tawana was on Thrive Thursday, and I'm thrilled to say that she will be part. She's one of the chapters in our upcoming Thrive Thursday book that will be coming out hopefully September of 2021, somewhere in that area. So stay tuned for more information because Tawana is going to be sharing Mm -hmm. her story in there, Mm -hmm. and we can't Mm -hmm. wait to read all of that. Okay, so Tuana, tell us how people can connect to you, learn more, and just just continue this story of the greatness that you are sharing. Thank you, Lori. I'm so excited about your book release that's going to be happening at the latter part of this year. Thank you so much for having me be a part of that collective. It has been an exciting journey. You, if you if you have a wonderful idea, right? You're like, I've got this great idea. I actually believe it can make me money and I know it will serve others. You can contact me at bootstrapdreams.com. Go to the website. There is a contact form right there. Or you can click a button and schedule an introductory strategy call. Let's talk about your vision. Don't get stuck doing nothing. You can turn your idea to your reality. No overwhelm. It doesn't have to belong to you unfocused. That doesn't have to be your story. You can absolutely take action. You can give value. You can make profitable decisions and you can show up consistently 
confidently and with clarity doing your great thing. Make your extraordinary dreams your reality with Bootstrap Dreams. Awesome, awesome, awesome. All right, everybody. Tawana, you are fabulous. Thank you so much for sharing and Thank continue you. to get it done. And That's right. have a fabulous, be safe, be well. All the best to you always. Same to you. Thank you. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Positively Charged Biz. I'm Laura Brandeo, and we are here to motivate, inspire, and support our listeners as they write their life stories. If you have an inspiring story, please email me at laura at positivelycharged.biz. And remember to subscribe to hear more great guests. And connect to us on Facebook at Positively Charged and Instagram at Positively Charged Podcast. Until next time, we wish you a positive day.